Welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. My name is Sean, and my brother over here is... My name is Fitz. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're, today, we're doing the podcast again. And again. yeah, yeah, exciting, exciting news. <laughs> everything changed. Yeah, everything but yeah. did change. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're so... Um, t- t- today, we're going to talk about some fun stuff. We're going to talk about um, a little bit about... Uh, what we think about in space, we're going to talk about a little bit about what's uh, going on with like how you look, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, what else are we going to talk about? There was one more thing we were going to talk about: how to get clients. How to get clients, which yeah. I, I forgot, and I need to remember how to do. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really dig the, the the intro that you said. We're talking about fun stuff, and before um, we had the briefing about like, oh, we should talk about X, Y, and Z. And did you know that the Tesla rocket exploded? Talking about fun things. Yeah, talking about fun <laughs> things. I mean, so so. Yeah, so- that's dramatic. That's not really fun because, like, I like space. Space is pretty cool. Also, one of our best episodes, I think, like the Space Force logo. Like, I think Sean would be really down to make a new SpaceX logo. Uh, yeah, yeah. If they ever needed it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally willing to probably do it for free. I'd love to put stuff on rockets that possibly explode. But um, yeah. So you should SpaceX. not work for exposure, Sean. <laughs> Even with SpaceX, yeah, I should charge them. I should. But yeah, so the so it was unmanned, so no worries. We would never show oh, any perfect. On, on on this video, so no worries. Unma- un- unmanned spacecraft. I want to say that for everyone, but exploded um, kind of over the over the launch site. You know, Elon Musk kind of played it off pretty well, though. I will say he um, he kind of played it off like you know these things happen and you know experiments, right? We learned a lot of data, so so he's taking it really well. But makes me just think of like you know we're really kind of right there. I was just thinking about it because this rocket's supposed to s- supposedly bring people to Mars, and what's the future look like for us creatives? You know, I mean, like it, it, there really is seems to be like in our lifetime, there's going to be people on another planet. There's going to be this kind of more, uh, you know, you have Virgin Galactic, which is already opening up their tourist kind of hypersonic planes that go up into the sub-atmosphere. You have Blue Origin, where they've already been doing celebrity space um, kind of cruises up to space. Um, SpaceX has already has, like, all these licenses with NASA to go to the moon. They already have all of these things kind of happening. They're happening, like, today. So, yeah, what, what, as a creative, like, what, what, you know, what, what can we do? You know, it seems like there's this revolution that's maybe about to happen. So this is the point where us creatives, we should perk up our ears and be like, well, if I'm ahead of the game, I could really be part of this. Yeah, so highly excited about, like, um, the real-life innovation. You know, there's, like, the software aspect to it of, like, AI, crypto, all that shenanigans, tools, and then there's space travel. That is like the hardware um, transportation that actually brings us forward and mm-hmm. gives us a different possibility of a future. You know, like on, on the mm-hmm. one side, I kind of changed my mind on AI and we don't want to get into that. But I'm like being able <laughs> to space travel will be like, you know, what was it? Um, Sirius Galactica? Battleship Galactica or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Battleship Galactic, yeah. (laughs) It's in the possibilities now, (laughs) if you think (laughs) about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited about it. It's cool stuff right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, like, and I, I, I definitely, I think about, like, you know, it's... It's 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 inevitable, really, that we're gonna be in space. I think it, like you know, in our lifetimes, it's crazy to think that like the moon landing was like years before we were born, like you know, twenty, thirty years before we were even born. And so this is just you know, it's an inevitable thing. And 
I think what's interesting is like what what's like you know, I guess what are the industries, you know? What do you think are like kind of the top industries to look at, right? Like what are they gonna be the places us creatives could really start to hopefully work for? Is it the tourist industry? Is it the going to Mars I, I mean industry, like I guess? Yeah. So it, it is a weird thing as a creative, but I personally think like being creative is like the world to explore new things. You know what I mean? It's not always mm. like creating something new, but it could be also like, let's try something new. And it's like one of those things like, oh, let's try to go to the moon and let's build this, mm. do that, you know, or what happens if I do this, you know, or would this be a good outcome? And you just go there, experiment and do things. And I'm just like, the possibilities are kind of endless, like the universe kind of, you know, and it's like, oh, now we have bigger playgrounds to experiment, to try new things and interact with things that we um, maybe never interacted with, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. And I, well, and I, and exactly. Well, I, it, you know, what makes me think of is like when, you know, the pioneers in America, like went out west and they had these like wagons, right? And we're like these like sign painters, let's say back then. And like the yeah. wagons are going out west, you know. I, I almost feel like, you know, you have to have creatives, right? So in, like, those first pioneer towns, if you didn't have a creative guy that did all the sign painting, then all the signs looked like crap in the town. So it's like yeah. maybe the create like us as creatives, and they start to have these rockets go to Mars, maybe we need to make sure to sign up. Our Mars is going to look like crap, man. They're going to have some crappy logos on Mars. They're, no one's going to have <laughs> brand standards. Ain't no good videos coming from Mars. Everywhere <laughs> comic sense. <laughs> we don't Everything want that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my God, dude. Yeah, have you seen the files, the design files from Mars? They don't know what they're doing, dude. They're using Word, ninety-five, Office ninety-five on Mars. But yeah, it's so. I, I think it's like you know, like maybe that's the thing is we have to make sure to be in the room, like because I think a lot of the you know the first people that go on these missions are going to be like you know engineers, you know scientists, people that are smart and make tons of money, and. You know, I think we have to somehow weasel our way in there, too, and be like, nah, man, you need the creative. Like, you know, we need to have, you know, it'll be interesting. Like, like does SpaceX get, like, a movie crew for their first, like, space flight? Like, that, that would almost make sense, right? To have a full movie crew on board to be like, we're making the documentary the first time to Mars. You know what I mean? Vlogging on the ship, you know? Like, okay, what are I going to do for one year on a spaceship? What is my experience? You know, I can already imagine the content. Um but obviously, I think, like, time is changing so fast, and it's getting weirder and weirder by the year, you know, and jobs are falling away, getting taken over by AI and, like, automation. I don't know what you would actually do, you know, besides, like, okay, let's let's have fun, kind of, you know, and you're just, like, being a human and in a vessel arriving somewhere doing your thing, you know, you just make sure everything is yeah. cool. That's kind of how I will see see it but I, i'm not sure what will be around like if we would have space travel now i would think like yes all those things are needed like you need to have like a documentary about like how to travel from a to b but with like Neuralink in like one or two years being connected you download the experience or knowledge well you don't need the video you know so that's where i'm like i'm not sure where the future is going it's it's gonna be very weird i feel like well, yeah, that that much we know for sure, right? We definitely know yeah. that. Um, you know, there's other concepts that are really interesting, right? Have you ever heard the concept of the space elevator? Have you ever heard of that concept? That um, Yeah. It's like basically an elevator that hangs in space and goes down to Earth. And it's, it's interesting. Kind of like, like a balloon. You know, like yeah, a balloon yeah. travel, just like differently. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. So essentially you're... you're, you're 
like the most of the cost of launching a spaceship, uh, uh, almost all of it is the actual launch part in fuel because they have to use so much fuel. It's something I, I don't know the the numbers, but it's there's a ton of money for each pound that they have to put through the atmosphere. So so the idea with the space elevators to build this this tower that goes to the to low Earth orbit, and then from there you launch. So it, it literally takes like a tenth of the fuel. Um, so there, it's, this has kind of been talked about for a long time, and I, I, I haven't really followed it, but I think there's actually a lot of ground actually being made in some countries to build these now. Um, yeah. You know, so is there something there, you know, just to keep your, you know, maybe we all need to just set Google alerts, right? I need to start setting my Google <laughs> alerts for space elevator, now hiring. Question. <laughs> Did you guys wake up this morning at five o'clock with an alarm? Me? Or was it just in Florida? Five o'clock? Well, that would have been like three my time, so no. Yeah, so basically everybody in Florida got, or at least like where we are from, got like an alert going on. And that was just like a, you know, like an Amber Alert on the phone and completely just like ringed at five in the morning. And yeah, that was just a test. I'm like, at five in the morning? <laughs> Yikes. What, what yeah. was the test for? Like the like I had no idea. I was like, okay. Yeah, something like that. But at five? <laughs> in the morning? Your Florida people are ready. They're getting you ready for the crazy times ahead. That's yeah, so I'm just like, point. huh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That, that kind of brought me... I don't know how I got through that, but you kind of reminded me of that somehow. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened. Florida, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but back to the... People, the... people look back to this episode and be like, oh, that first alert, he didn't even know it was going to happen 20 episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But I yeah, mean, like... Tech... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, basically, like, the, the, the elevator, I think that is... It sounds more safe and it would be um, nicer to do than being like strapped into a rocket that can explode, you know, and having like, oh, this is just like a tower that I climb up or, you know, and I can escape the tower with a parachute or whatever. And in terms of like safety, it seems safer and more fun versus like, let's be on a rocket. Obviously, rockets are needed and it is probably the most effective way right now because like it's a... I can't imagine the resources you need for that. Oh, to build a tower it would be insane to build something that goes that tall. And um, yeah, 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 well, exactly. And I, yeah, I feel like it is. It's very primitive if you think about rockets. You know, have you have you ever heard of the um, the concept of people getting solar sails? Where you so you go up into space and you open up these like sails, and then the sun yeah. uses you. Is the idea? Yeah. I think that stuff's like really cool to think of. Like you know, getting away from because we're th getting away from gas as a species. At least slowly we are. So it's yeah. like, it makes sense that, yeah, you know, is there ever an uh, electrical propulsion system, too? I've, I've actually heard of those, um, I forgot what it's called, but it's almost like a catapult where it's, like, winding it up, and then it's launching yeah. it. It's, like, releasing the tension. Um, I know that there's a lot of people trying to develop that technology, too. So that'd be really cool to see is, like, you know, yeah, do we just get rid of rockets? Yeah, that, that kind of brings me actually to a point where I was not sure that we um, maybe go into. But the whole reason why we use like the whole like explosion in space it is like the best way of propor uh, proportion because like you have to move something away to get forward movement. And with like pure electricity, you cannot really like, you know, generate that like pushing something away energy because you have to expel something. So... 
I, I think I hear like a couple of months ago they kind of developed like a technology where they're shooting like an iron steam or stream or whatever or plasma through that is electric uh, el- through electricity generated and that basically gives you a really really slow proportion but it speeds up over time what is pretty cool to think about so that you actually don't really need any more of the gasoline but we're really far far away from that i know which is sad right i mean it's yeah. just like but but you know i think we're making fast progress i so i you know so your fast prediction let's just say what how how long till we're on mars just go ahead what do you, what do you think whoo um, if you make it for for the next three years, um, we, we will be on Mars. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, yeah, I would say, I'll say five years. But yeah, that's what I would say. Is five years if we survive. I, I, I'll, I'll take your caveat too. Yeah, if we. Yeah. If we're not in World War Three. If we're not too busy using rockets for other things. Yeah, I mean, like, if you think about it, all the things that are going on, World War Three, possibility, um, AI taking over, possibility, um, viruses taking over, possibility, and, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. And everything is accelerating more and more because we have now that um, AGI kind of sort of thing going on where it's like, oh, we have mm-hmm. all that data. Now give me a result of that data combined for my problem. So... If you have like specialized um, AI, you get like better results and you can use it for nearly anything and everything. What can be really dangerous if you want to make a virus, but could be also really good if you want to build a medication. And this is about to happen each month from now on, what is crazy. And so I think like everything will accelerate like way, way faster. And we should not think in like five year terms or 10 years. I think we should like think in the next three years, a lot will change. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and I think I agree with that. I agree. I, you know, I think, um, will we be on Mars? I don't know. I think, for me, I've, I've always said this before, but the software is always ahead of the hardware. So when you start to think about things actually having to do things and engineering and, and things coming together, it gets a lot harder than just like, oh, a few lines of code or the internet that just pours into the mind of the <laughs> AI. Um, you know, Fun fact. Did you hear about, sorry for interrupting, but you're talking about being the hardware and the software. And... Amazon had like a really cool um, robot who was like um, moving packages from A to B and the AI was choosing to die rather than like consistently picking up packages and transporting them from A to B and basically mm-hmm. choose suicide over like doing this forever because it didn't see the reason of why should I do mm-hmm. and it just like fell flat what was like funny I don't know did you saw that news article? I did. I didn't. So, so essentially, the AI chose to to die, and the thing just died because the AI didn't want to work, or it was depressed. It was, yeah, it didn't like that. Yeah, it basically. Was. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> an Amazon it's an warehouse. <laughs> it's an interesting <laughs> thought, right? Yeah, where the AI starts to be like creating unions, and they they that you know, and things like that, where they they don't want to work, or they they protest, or they have strikes. The AI has a strike, doesn't want to work. Chat GPT yeah. is like over it. They're just like, nope. The AI is like, nope, I'm done. I give you guys all this stuff. You're all making money off of me. I'm tired of it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, really. What is a funny how, concept? But yeah, so. Concept. That's just how bad AI, uh, Amazon's work conditions are, I guess, huh? Even the AI are yeah. dying. <laughs> yeah, well, that is the thing. Like, what, what moves us forward? And, like, you know, and I think like having freedom is like one of the things in like space travel that will mm-hmm. be like, uh, you know, worth suffering for. And that will, you know, motivate people yeah. to do more suffering, kind of in a way. And I think that's good. 
<laughs> you and suffering. I love your love for suffering. <laughs> I had a lot of coffee, didn't really sleep a lot, so sorry for that. I, I'm a but I do have through. to say, you look great. You know, I got to say. So, so everyone today, I mean, look at, look at Fitz. If you, if you guys are, are doing audio only, you're really missing out. The, the guy looks phenomenal today with a black button-up shirt. He's got the collar open because, you know, he's in Florida. He's got to let the chest hang out. He's got to cool <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> But, but you're yeah. looking good, man. You're looking real good. So, so let me. So, so what's this change of pace? Uh, well, tell me about it. Yeah. Well, I think you know me really well. You know, we know each other now for three years. I think already three, maybe even four. I I don't know. Time is running. If you if you think about it, it's crazy. But I'm like a very dorky, fun person. You know, I do a lot of weird um, things, and I usually can do more than I show to people, and. Mm-hmm. I want to change my appearance a little bit because my, my weak side is like I'm being very relatable because I'm very approachable and that is a benefit but also on the other side it's like you look not dapper enough or professional enough to get approached by businesses and they will not book you and your conversion rate is like um, plummeting or it is not leading to natural like oh what is this guy doing in the suit you know mm-hmm so yeah. what is what is your two cents on that? Like, how yeah. much does appearance matter versus like, um, let, let's go out in the banty and get some clients? What what what's the scoop, Sean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, you know, I think I think being yourself is important. So that's my one caveat. I, I hate when I see people in the professional world that just look uncomfortable. They're not dressed how they want to be dressed. So so I would always tell people to still be dressed how you want to be dressed, but. But yeah, it's almost like thinking about like what's your avatar, you know? Like what do you want to look like in the matrix? What is your brand, right? Do you want to be taking, yeah. taken like seriously as a professional or do you want people to be able to joke around with you, right? Cuz you have, you know, I mean, do you want to be like like Seth Rogen? He's a funny goofy guy, but he's also a millionaire and a director. Do you want to be that guy? But he, you know, he has that goofiness about him. Yeah. And so people around him like treat him probably sort of goofy, but or do you want to be the Steve Jobs wearing like a black turtleneck and being very serious and stoic, and so <laughs> people treat you like the serious stoic person and are almost kind of scared of you. And so, um, but yeah, to dress better is good because it's like if you pay attention to your own branding, right? Especially if you're in the branding world, if you're going to sit there and talk about their branding and stuff, but then your yeah. look looks like crap. It's like, well, you're not really practicing what you preach, right? You so so it's you, you really have to. You have to hold yourself to the same level you hold your clients to, right? Yeah. And on the one side, it's like one thing, you know, like to judge others and then doing like the uno reverse and trying to look onto yourself is nearly impossible because you cannot self-evaluate you, you know? And it's like really hard to read where do I need to improve? Do I need to improve on that or do I just think that? You know, it's really hard to get the data. And Doing this entrepreneurial, like self-employment kind of journey and experimenting and doing a lot of things, you know, there's only like so much, so much that I learned. And now I'm like, okay, there's skills that I learned, but they are not converting. So I need to, um, or some of the skills are not as converting as they should. So now I need to figure out the other revenues of like improvements that I should um, implement. For example, like, oh, the the branding is important. Then there's also like mm-hmm. on different skills for example bookkeeping is also on my to-do list so but in this season of my entrepreneurship or like freelance journey it is like yeah the, the branding needs to be a little bit um, better mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, no, and I think that's great. I mean, um, and and you know, and I'm I'm going through stuff too, and my my freelance and stuff where I'm like, yeah, I need to I need to upgrade. Like I think of things as like leveling up, and there's there's always ways to level up. There's things you know. So so to yeah. get into, I have I have a kind of a recent story that's kind of funny. So I so I made a so I had a a client meeting last week, right? At the end of the week, yeah. so I was it was it was one of those Friday mistakes where it was the end of the day, and I wanted to get out kind of quickly. That yeah, I grabbed my keys just like that, and and like you know, I I was gonna get out of this meeting and it went well and it was great and so, but I had to bring like an HDMI dongle to the meeting to connect to their TV and and I also had connected my laptop so I could like show them some stuff on my on my laptop but on the big TV, so I leave yeah. I leave my dongle I leave the my my power block and my cable and so I'm that guy that's like you know emailing be like oh I'm so sorry I left these things uh, can can I come early next week and grab these and stuff and that was already kind of a little embarrassing and I was fine with that but the embarrassing <laughs> part is is I come early this uh, you know and they're really nice like oh yeah I grabbed it come anytime and I come like you know Tuesday morning and I, I grab come to grab the stuff she's like oh so i cleaned your cable it was absolutely disgusting um, <laughs> she was right she was right so i had oh, we had that moment. conversation sean we had this conversation a i was cleaning your t- cable me. too a few people have had it with me and i just like and it was one of those moments of like like i know when we were kids growing up you had those moments when someone had to be like dude you need to start wearing deodorant like and you need to like start doing something oh. that you're not doing and it's like it felt like one of those moments where now it's spotless, clean, white, and I was just like, "I'm so sorry." She was nice about it, but I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm such trash." But <laughs> I mean, there's the pickup one- lines that you could have implemented. I got another pipe to clean, or something like that. But. <laughs> I've got another cord you could clean. But no, it was just like she was really nice about it. But I just felt like, oh, this cord's just disgusting now, and I'm disgusting. Yeah, the cord's disgusting. I pulled up in. You know, so there's I, a lot of that that I'm also seeing that, like, if people see these things, how can they take you seriously? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the first impression is very important. And we talked about that, I think, like, a couple of times already. And, like I said, like, talking about a thing and actually doing the thing are two pairs of shoes, you know. Whenever you oh, preach yeah. something, you should see, am I actually fulfilling that on the same level as I preach it, you know. Because mm-hmm. I see other, like... um Real estate videographers, for example, they got the brand T, you know, looking good. I got the same mm-hmm. thing, but theirs is a little bit more spiffy because it's a black. And I'm like, oh, it looks more expensive because it's black and it matches like the social media appearance. And then X, Y, and Z, you know, and everything comes together. Like, oh, now you're wearing with your um, branded T-shirt, you're wearing shorts. Mm, you know what I mean? And it's just like mm-hmm. color combinations, like the general appearance and mm-hmm. – even like fitness, like people underestimate yeah. like how important like the first appearance is, you know, like if mm-hmm. I have the problem of like being hunched over, you know, something like that, it's not good. Yeah, and I need to work on that. It's like mm-hmm. you need to have that authority of being like, oh, yeah, being admirable. So I'm mm-hmm. like putting the work in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of it, right? It's um, and to add to your list, which I think all those are great, is like you know um, your energy, your you're being calm, right? Like for me, I can be anxious at times, and I don't even realize I'm putting off an anxious energy. So like you know, being calm and 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 also humorous, like that's you know that's something at least we both have. We have this kind of comedy, which that's good. I think um, yeah. you know people like people with with humor, and but yeah, having all these kind of things that create like a good experience for someone, like thinking it's like an interesting thing to think about, like what you're dressed like. 
is affecting someone else's experience. And so you're even catering their experience just with how they're experiencing you. Like the, the, yeah. that you catering their experience starts from the moment they meet you, which is very interesting. A lot of people would say, well, it starts from the moment we kick off a project or they make the first payment. That's when the experience of a client starts. But it really starts the second you meet them. That's when the yeah. experience starts with your brand. Um, yeah, and yeah. everything really matters. And that is like one of the weird things where I'm just like, okay, um, some people worry too much about their appearance and about that at all, you know, the whole thing, and then they get paralyzed. And I'm just like, I'm so much on the one side that I'm not paralyzed and I'm like yeah. spinning freely, like a little bit too freely, to be quite honest, you know, reaching out to people where I maybe should be like more carefully for and, you know, like because of future mm. possibilities, yada, yada, yada. But basically, mm. I'm very effective of like reaching out, doing stuff and it leads to weird different things. But mm -hmm. if I would be more ca uh, like controlled, it would be maybe better. Yeah, yes and no. I think it's like we always get to this place and probably always will of of getting to a place of like you have to have balance, right? Like I think you're doing you, – you do really good at the kind of just like being, yeah, brave in a way. I'm just being like, hey, I'm just going to talk to people. Like what's the worst that can happen? I'm just going to talk to people. And I think that's great. I think it's, um, you know, for you, it's, uh, and this is, I've said this before in episodes, it's always going against the thing that you have the most resistance towards is usually the thing that you should do, right? Like, and I think you know that too, because, you know, we all know that, because we have clients that are resistant to things, and we just know that, like, no, if you could get over this one thing that you keep fighting me on, we'd be okay, but you, but you just are fighting it. So, I mean, it's the same thing in yourself. I, so I keep telling myself that the stuff that I'm the most scared to do or don't want to do, or I'm, you know, that's the stuff that maybe I need to start doing. Yeah, well, that is a excellent segue because, like, I'm pushing around since, like, the last three, four, five days uh, my cold calling, you know. I need to cold mm -hmm. call a couple companies where I have some leads, you know, and be mm -hmm. like, to the one company I already reached out because somebody was like, oh, yeah, we need this, you know. Reached out, called them, and like, oh, yeah, the guy is on vacation. I'm like, god damn, you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Now I did the effort, but now I need to do the effort again, you know? And it's just like, it is a weird thing to put in like that um, work of like, okay, what do I need to do to move the ship forward? And for me right now in this season is like cold calling and like Instagram DMs and make them like maybe like a voice memo. And that is like one of the things like that I hate doing, but very effective. Yeah, and I guess the only thing I would get, I would say as advice to you for that, because um, you're doing great, like that's that is good, and a lot of people are too dang scared to do it, including me. Um, and but the one thing I would say too is don't get too discouraged with like in this case, you said like the guy's on vacation. Dang it! Now, and, and you know, a lot of the things you have to, and, and this is hard. So so like when you have a big company, they have a customer relationship uh, management system like HubSpot or something like that, or something where it's actually plotting thousands of customers and what where, where are they in the process. And I think like I would start to do that if I were you, start to plot each of these prospects out and and try to just keep touching again and again and again because you know I know for me some of the best projects I ever had took years to build to get to that point where they were yeah. like, let's do this, I'm ready. And, you know, once you start having all these things kind of pushing forward, you're never out of work then. You always have something in the background that's halfway to almost starting or, you know, yeah. but I get it. I, to I totally get that kind of frustration, though, of like, let's get going. And then everyone's like, OK, pause. And you're like, no, I want to get going now. I need the money now. 
Um, yeah, no. What, my problem is more like you know the the you have to build the momentum to actually make the action, you know, and mm-hmm. you you push that sometimes away, and that is like a weird feeling that you have to overcome. So I overcame the feeling, but now mm-hmm. I have it again, and it's bigger because I knew what happened, you know. Like it's like getting a no and then going there again and getting like maybe a second no, you know. It's different. On a different pain level, you know, the more often you do something and it's negative, the bigger the the the, the pushback is or the, the the hurdle that you have to overcome. And I'm just like, okay, for today, got a couple calls that I have to make, and I should not push them away, but I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is like the thing where I'm like, oh, gotta work on that, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, it's scary. It is. It's, it's a very socially awkward thing. Like I said, a lot of creators don't do this. Um, you know, I think it's funny because other sectors kind of realize that they have to do this when they start out with, you know, people selling insurance that started a new insurance company. They have to do that, you know. Uh, so it, it's difficult. It's a scary thing. And rejection sucks, dude. It sucks to... Yeah. I, I've, had, I've definitely had it where I've had the sales calls where by the end they were like, you know, and they'll be polite, but they'll be like, okay, yeah, thanks for your time, but no, like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not going to use you. And it's hard. It feels like it's a waste of your time. Um, but, you know, I think it, it comes down to this fact that you're also building relationships. So, so you really have to sell that to people, too, is people don't want to feel like they're just a customer. It's such a gross yeah. feeling where it's like, hey, my name's Fitz. Hey, man. Hey, how are you doing? Let's get some business in the second. I'm like, I don't know yeah. about giving you business. You just go cold. Like, huh, well, now I don't care about you. Bye. That's, that's like <laughs> yeah. the disgusting part of capitalism. So it's like, try not to be that. I would say try to think of these people as people with businesses and yeah. being like, how can I help you? Like even like I've talked about before, but giving people free knowledge, uh, which I know you do, is sometimes good. You know, obviously don't give them everything. Don't, don't give them your whole business plan. But, but like definitely yeah. feel free to be like, hey, you know what you could do a little bit better? Just do this. And it doesn't even have to help you. You could just be like, you know what you should do? You should put labels on that and that would help you. And they're like, oh, that is a good idea. And just yeah. kind of like, because so, if people start to feel like you're part of the community and you're trying to help the small businesses around the community, they'll want to be like, you're a small business. Let's help you. I, th- I That is, um, that's where I'm naturally already was like heading towards, you know, like when I have like, when I do my research on a company, I'm like, how easy are they to find? Do they already experimented with videos, you know? And when I see yeah. like, oh, they had a professional already taking some videos and they uploaded them to YouTube and they maybe got like 200 views, didn't perform. That's usually what happens, you know, when you hire somebody and they do a professional video. It's not really mm-hmm. engaging. It's like what the, the, the boss wants, you know? He wants a yeah. really, really boring video that puts him at in the, the, the best light possible Versus like, mm-hmm. hey, this is the employee on the way to the client talking about things that really matter, you know. Yeah, yeah but most clients, when he gives basically the talk to the, um, the apprentice, for example, it's like, yeah, when we're there, we have to do this and this and that because of X, Y, and Z, and please don't mess that up or whatever. Very interesting yeah. stuff if that would have been captured, you know. So my, my mm-hmm. thing is like at, with my pitch right now, it's like, okay, I call them tell them what I like about their social media presence. I'm like, oh, you're missing this and this and this, and I would implement that and that and that, and that will take a lot of time. And I want to help you with everything so that you don't have to spend all the time and effort, but I need to be paid. (laughs) But I'm willing to do maybe like one for free, you know, or something like that. So Yeah. um, So are you giving that all to them at the very beginning, just out of the gate? It's not like a big, long message you're writing to them with all this stuff, I'm hoping, right? Like, 
Because I, I, I don't know how you do. So if you make a cold call, you kind of maybe have some bold points that you want to uh, where the conversation should go, can go, what would be a good mm-hmm. outcome or a bad outcome. And right now, mm-hmm. my uh, you know, I'm like free balling a lot, you know, because like that's when I'm best, you know, when I'm like, let's plan this podcast and let's write down the things. I will fall mm-hmm. apart, you know. If I have a script, I will fall apart. But if I'm like bullet points, general direction, and I just go on on a conversational level with the client and talk about what he wants to talk about, then I give him my like real opinion, you know. Mm-hmm. That's how I usually do. So it's like there's no fixed real way of like what I want to do. So I'll um I haven't done a, a ton of cold calling so I want I want I want to preface this but I'll I'll kind of give like yeah. here's kind of my process in terms of how do I how I reach out to people like so it's kind of my version of a cold call is it's really like so first off if it's a local business I try to go there first period like so if it's an ice cream shop you're trying to go you're trying to get as a client you should go there at least once and buy an ice cream and pay the money for one of the ice creams and then what you do is then you say, hey, I went to your shop the other day and I loved it. I loved the ice cream. I loved all these things. I think you guys are doing a great job with X, Y, and Z. Um, I'm yeah. a social media coordinator here in the St. Pete area. And I just want to see like, hey, can I help you maybe get your brand presence out there or anything? I just love what you do so much. I would love to help. Period. That's it. No yeah. money. No, here's the package. No, here's the thousand mile view. I think just that. And then at the very yeah. least, they'll be like, thank you so much for reaching out. We love that you love the product. Uh, the product. Sorry, we, we don't have any needs right now. That's the worst case scenario. Best case scenario is like, okay, yeah. Well, the manager is X, Y, and Z. Can you come in one of these days and we can talk more? And then that's when you kind of get into, yeah. And you know, and yet again, it has to come from this like, humble, I want to help you place. If it's like, yeah. hey, I want, I want to do all these things for you, but you got to <laughs> I just me. want the money. <laughs> it's like, because, you know, if that happened to you, if some guy came in and was like, yeah, Fitz, you taxes you pay me two grand i'll do it and i'll do all these things and you're like dude i don't even know you why did you just message yeah (laughs) no no i completely get that obviously i wouldn't do it like that and you're right but like the the in-person thing is like very powerful like um back in the day when i was like okay i need a job you know and back in the day it was already changing you know when i started Mm -hmm. out working but number one was like print out your resume have your little folder, you walk into the store, and like, hello, my name is Fitz, hire me. <laughs> kind of, you know, <laughs> like very simplified, you know. But usually I always had like a really, really high, um, um, well, it sounds like I'm full of myself. But I, I basically was getting a job in a day, and I usually only had to hit like three or five businesses. What is like... Nice. Yeah, that that was like okay. I don't have a job. I go into the re- the restaurant or the the place, getting hired. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's my experience. Nice. So in person, I can sell, but if I'm over the phone, if I'm over the internet, if I fill out that application, it's not working. So your advice mm-hmm. of like going in there in person, even though we're in this digital, yeah era, I think it's the most powerful thing that you can do. But it also mm-hmm. has like that pain point that you have to overcome and usually you need like a lot of pain of like i have bills to pay or like physical pain you really need that to get started yeah and a hundred percent and i would tell people you know try not to be resistant to the fact that things can be really bonkers that like you're like dude i can't even pay rent and you're telling me to go buy ice cream right now and then hit that guy up i can't even like and you have to kind of (laughs) embrace the bonkersness you have to embrace the like 
you you kind of have to put on the yet again it comes to how you look right like as sad as it is to say people don't want to hire the starving artist they just don't because they don't want that responsibility they don't want to be like if i don't pay this guy he's not gonna be able to pay his rent they don't want that they want the guy that's like I, he doesn't need me, and I don't need him. That's actually the best relationships to have with a client, where they don't feel yeah. like they, they like they're like if they fire you, you're screwed. They don't want that stress. They so it's yeah. like see so, so you almost have to you have to be come in buy the ice cream, and you know even the other day like I went to the the restaurant where my art was hung right, and I was you know I was about to do the usual fifteen percent on the tip, but then I was like no, give them like a big tip because guess what like they know that you're the artist, they know that they just helped you out. So just give him a big tip. So they like are like cool. He he appreciates us, and he's not just some poor like bottom feeding guy that's not gonna like he doesn't appreciate <laughs> the stuff we do for him. Yeah, you know. I so. mean, like it, it, it's obviously not easy, but there's plenty of other ways. Like, um, what are your ways of like, let's say, generating new clients? Because we have the cold calling and yeah. like doing like some online research and seeing if they have their stuff up and running. Um, mm-hmm. What what uh, what do you do? Because that's my approach. Like, yeah, and and yeah, and everything I'm about to say, I do want to like have the disclaimer that I need to do all of this better. What I'm about to say, but um, yeah, <laughs> it's you know, it's it's going out to to events is one of the biggest things. Just getting out in the world and 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 talking to people and making sure to mention what you do and 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 connecting that with people. Um, another thing that I always kind of tell people to do too is temp agencies look into things like that, especially if you're just starting out. Um, things like I know I use Creative Circle. It's like a national kind of temp agency for creatives. Um, I've had some good luck with them in the past. Um, but also, you know, w- yet again, to go back to the in-person, I- I've been at so many jobs where someone just walking in the front door actually ended up getting a job, just walking in at the right time, the perfect time. So so with that, too, I- I've always I've always given the advice of like, don't go don't to apply to places that have the four four higher sign up because now it's you versus a thousand people like if you go in indeed and do something it's you versus a thousand people however if you walk into a business that doesn't have a for higher sign who are you competing against the few other brave people that walked in to say hey i really want to work here when there's an opening please let me know so yeah. so so you can always plan ahead right yeah i think people get really stuck in this desperate place of i need something to work right now and i get that but if you can start to get this thing of like even if i plan a seat now and it's this crazy amazing thing in three to five months that's still amazing that's still awesome so yeah. that's what i would say is just start yeah look up your design agencies in town if you're a videographer look up the media houses in town and ad agencies and pr agencies in town um, if you like to go, if you're like, you know, it, go to your like things. So if you're a guitarist, let's say, and you're a videographer, go into the guitar stores, start to talk them up, tell them what you do yet again, give them business, talk, talk shop about guitars, you know, start to go to these things that you can actually talk about. Right. Um, and I think that's how you kind of build it, but you have to build it organically and it has to feel real. I think the, the times of my life that I've, I've struggled is when I start to kind of veer more towards this artificial marketing, like. I just want to get your yeah. money. I'm a narcissist, and I just want your money. And it's actually only all about me. It's not really even about you. And uh, you know, you have to get to this place where you're like, we're part of the same community. I just want to help you, and you can help me. Make sure I don't yeah. starve, and I'll make sure you don't starve. Win-win. Like that is like one of the biggest yeah. things um, where I'm like, okay, you have to build a win-win scenario. You know, because mm-hmm. obviously, on the one side, you want to charge as much as you can, and you make a bazillion dollars, but. Mm-hmm. I always like think like, can the client make money with this video? And there's plenty of times where I'm like, yeah. client just wants a video, you know, because other people have a video, but they have no yeah. way of monetizing it. And I'm like, that 
you're wasting your money and I at least should tell you like you're wasting your money you know you still want to mm -hmm. do that but obviously the incentive from my side is not to do this because like yeah. because I need money too but here's the thing like I can tell you mm -hmm. You should rather do this type of video, and this is why you should do it. If you don't listen to me, that's up to you. But I come with the intention of like, hey, you want to rebook me, you know? So that's why I'm like, okay, you should focus on that type of content because then you can right. post reels, do this X, Y, and Z, more reli uh, reli uh, relatable. <laughs> more relatable. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it goes into like, oh, yeah, maybe we should do once in a while like a cinematic, like Polish piece where we look like the number one brand or whatever. Versus like um, yeah. some creative reels that are like very relatable for customers and answering questions that are not that sexy, you know. Mm -hmm. And what I would also say, because yeah, and I think all that's great what you said. I, it kind of just reminded me of of like try to identify things that are intangible too to them. I think that helps defend things that that they can pay you for, right? So so when I when I say that, like you said a couple things in what you just said, like you know to 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 boost your relationship with customers or to to create an impactful vision of the brand. So it's like so it's almost like you have to look at like a place and be like, "Hey, so I see that you're not connecting with your customers. So a way to solve that is what I give." Or, you know, yeah. I see that your brand doesn't have exposure all around town in the way that it should. So my solution is X, Y, and Z. So 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 that's also what I would suggest. Is don't go in and be like, "What you need is 10 stories and 5 posts on Instagram." Like that's not what they need. What they need is to relate to customers better or what they need is to improve their branding a little bit better. And so if yeah. you can talk in those terms, then the output is what you do, but it's it's but then but what they're focused about is like, "I need more money, I need more customers, I need better brand recognition." Those are yeah. the things that you need to go in with. Yeah. But it's like one of those things where it's like you have to really think like pragmatic and like, you know, because yeah. like sometimes as a videographer, um, specifically, like I'm in groups of videography where they're like, oh, this was shot on an iPhone. Disgusting. You know, like you can't really see how the pixels are falling apart on the wall, you know, because like of compression rates, you know, like you kind of see now, mm -hmm. like if you look on the screen, the background of your wall versus like my wall, you know, it. Like on the, on, on, the, on the screen, you know, like the compression of the camera just destroys the video quality. That doesn't really How matter. You? <laughs> yeah, you know, but that doesn't really matter. It matters what you say on the video. What you, you know, what is the knowledge? Do you consume this for just because the wall looks pretty? No. You consume this because you want to learn. You want to be a part of a community. And there's like mm -hmm. some value, you know, and that is like the key part. And videography mm -hmm. uh, and re, uh, videographers specifically they just ignore the whole part about like oh what is the value of the video for like let's say a real estate agent because they don't care if like the it's a little bit pixelated if it's creative and converts and you mm -hmm. know and it like there's like that um, example of like you make a video on an iphone the windows are mm -hmm. not blown out you can see through them and you see the mm -hmm. whole apartment and it's called the hdr look so where you see everything Professional mm -hmm. cameras cannot do that unless you bring like expensive lighting in it and you do all mm -hmm. sorts of things. So they shoot the windows like blown out and mm -hmm. but whoa, everything looks so clean and crisp. What is like yeah. the real estate agent sees it, but where's the view? <laughs> you know? So they rather have like mm -hmm. the, the lower quality and the compression of the, the background and whatever, you know. But they're mm -hmm. we need the view and the real estate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's it's the concept, right? It, and that's like one of the biggest things I think a lot of creatives miss is that like, but 
way above any of your skills. The concept you could have the you could have crappy quality, but if the concept is amazing, then the whole yeah. thing's a success. You know, so I think you know I, I I would say too if you have a cool concept like I've had this before where like I have a brand that I love and I'm like oh I have a cool idea that they can do. Why not? If it doesn't take too much time, you know, obviously don't don't kill yourself trying to get this ready, but why not create a proof of concept and just send it their way? If it's a big yeah. brand, like I'm thinking like a big brand here. Yeah. You know, like, you know, so like I, I think like taking that type of approach of of, yeah, why? How could I help you? Here's how I could help you. And, you know, what's what's cool is people just like to know that you care. I think um, you run yeah. it. You'll you'll find that you'll find that, you know, at the very like I said, the very worst case scenario is they say, sorry, I don't think that we'll need that we'll need your help. And then what you do is you just say, cool. Well, how about this? Can I can I take a moment of your time to sign up for my newsletter or maybe sign up for me and just kind of keep track? So you're kind of stay in the loop. And then later, maybe things change. And then a lot of people, especially if they feel bad for just saying no to you, they'll, they'll be like, OK, cool. I'll sign up to your newsletter or OK, cool. I'll. You know, yeah. so it, it's like you could always turn every every failure into a win in a way. It just depends on like how strategic you are about it. Yeah, and I mean, like, like I said, it's about like being pragmatic and creating a win-win situation for everybody. And mm-hmm. obviously, everybody has like different expectations of like, oh, a business needs that, or we need this, but actually, do you need this? And it's just mm-hmm. like it is a mess. And the only thing you have to keep on doing is like trying you know because like you may be right you may be wrong but unless unless you try and give it a shot you don't figure it out you know so oh yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent um yeah so yeah so with that being said you know i i i think it's great what you're doing i think like so you know for everyone out there you know follow fitz a he's he's doing a great job (laughs) on on you know putting out lots of videos on you know anything from talking about the the kind of equipment he uses all the way to just kind of stuff that we talk about on here, like creative ideas and and things like that. So yeah, you're doing a good job, man. I think just keep doing what you're doing. I think um, yeah, I think the only thing I would add that I've I've thought about but I haven't done is using things like Prezi and things like that to create kind of video presentations that you could send to clients. That's one thing that I've yeah. kind of watched a few few YouTube videos on and stuff, and I, I haven't done it. I think it's an interesting idea. It's definitely good for web designers where you can actually walk through the website, and I could be, like, actually talking about things on the video as I'm oh. walking through it. Yeah, um, that is actually, like, an interesting part of about, like, getting clients and doing, like, you, you're talking about uh, making a video presentation and how you would improve their thing, and you post it under their name. I saw uh, yeah, that, actually, for the company where I was, like, trying to... Um, uh, so that I called and basically somebody yeah. was ripping apart the website and he uploaded that video onto <laughs> YouTube. And it's like, hey, if I were your web designer, I would do this and that. And he's yep. just like ripping it apart publicly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I actually had that happen. I, once. Agree- I had a guy that I had a guy that did that to me once. And we, we tore him apart <laughs> and I actually even told him that if you don't take this down, we're going to send you like a, a whole de- cease and desist. And we did not give you permission to put the. Yeah. So it got ugly. It was like that backfired in his face hard. We were like, what? Even my yeah. owner, the owner I was working under at the time was like, what? We're going to go to war against this guy if he wants to. He's going to post crap like this. It's like, yeah, yeah, so I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm yeah. like, there's smart ways of doing it and bad ways of doing it. Yeah, don't but do I mean, that. Like, if, don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> on the one side, I'm like, I, I agree with some of the points that he made. And I could have done that too. And basically don't highlight... Um, what they mess up or basically what I could do for them and what they don't do, but I don't really show. It's like, you know, when you talk about like, 
I, I forgot how you call it in English, but there's like when you had to talk to a king and you wanted to tell him he has a stupid idea and he's doing stupid shit, you come up with, mm -hmm. a, uh, with a, uh, a type of story that is imaginable and you use animals and, you know, the lion yeah. did this and so that you can yeah. associate yourself with the lion and you, you, you mentioned the lion, but you mean speak the king. Speak to him in metaphors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so speaking. He, he thinks it's his idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's the whole idea of like, if you have something on your shirt, do you want me to come over and be like, hey, Fitz, you got crap all over your shirt? Hey, Fitz, hey, hey, everybody, look at Fitz, he's got crap all over his shirt. It's like, you know what, uh, that, that's, that's, the, that's how it goes. No, you actually don't. You look beautiful. But, uh, but you know, it's... Now just it's, found stuff. Thank you. <laughs> you have cats, so you'll always find stuff. But, um, yeah. but you know, it, but it's like that. Of like, don't do that to someone that's going to be a prospect client where you're like, yeah, you shout them out like, you could be doing this so much better. Hire me. It's like, what, dude? Like... <laughs> Like that's, shot, that's shots fired to a degree. It's like, I, I mean, like some people like being dominated, you know, and they like talk, getting talked to down, you know. I'm like, the chances, though, the chances are not running for you if you do that. No, <laughs> so it's no. a numbers game. No, and I, yeah. I just, it just, it just reeks of desperation to me. I'm just like, what? So, so you don't make anything. You just go and critique people's crap all day and send them videos. I was yeah. like, I don't want to work with you, and like. Yeah. And it's just so easy to critique. That's like the biggest thing any creative will tell you is it's the easiest thing in the world to critique something, but it's hard to actually yeah. make something. It's easy for me to sit here and be like, that sucks, that sucks, your website sucks. But like, yeah. it's hard to actually make something better. Like, okay, just make it better. Like, yeah, I don't, ugh, yeah, don't do that. Don't post it, uh, post it in private. Give them a private video link. That, there you go. Yeah, or, or maybe just like have like a little discussion and be like, this is what it would do, maybe wouldn't do. Uh, with that all being said, I maybe like it's not the thing even to do because like I was like yeah, having a thought, you know, yeah, because like on the one side I have that thought, you know, we all choose the battles, you know, and we laying the battles yeah. or we, we choose the battles that we um, have and we compare ourselves in a way that we win, you know, like if I compare myself mm -hmm. to an auto videographer, I'm like, oh, I'm better at this. And I'm like, you know, he's not doing that, you know, and everybody does mm -hmm. that, you know, we all pick our battles so that we look good when we win them, you know, and they probably don't pick the battles like, oh, I have the prettiest website or I have the best videos, you know, they maybe pick mm -hmm. the battles of like, oh, we're, we're, we're making like $50,000 a month and we're, we're doing great, you know, and then you're there with like mm -hmm. maybe making three or two thousand a month and you're just like yeah your video game kind of sucks <laughs> you know so you maybe should just approach it from a more neutral level and be like yeah mm -hmm. i'm like i, I want to help you this maybe can help you I'm not sure but let's give it a shot mm -hmm. i'm very optimistic it would um but be more mm -hmm. like hey what is important to you and how you can add yeah. value to that that's the and, thought and that i just had and recognize that all the things that, that have been done before you enter the picture is is stuff that they had to work on. You don't know how hard yeah. the business owner worked on that. You don't know how much of a nightmare that video project maybe was. And 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 so be careful. You could run right in and just tear apart all this stuff that they worked so hard on. And well, it's maybe the favorite over. thing too. <laughs> that's yeah, that's so the other. This, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You're right. It could be their favorite thing. It could be like their 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 wife made it or something. You gotta be very <laughs> careful. You gotta be very careful. I've had that happen where I'm like, yeah, your website kind of, and they're like, oh yeah, it's my wife. Um, ah, it's okay. It's okay actually. My daughter <laughs> made that. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. 
So it's like, so you got to be kind Ugh. of careful. Like, I, I always go into things, like, definitely looking for the good stuff, definitely sandwiching that feedback and being like, you know what? I see what you were trying to do here, and I actually think it was pretty intelligent. Now, there's ways to do it better, but, but what you were going for, such a good idea. Like, I've tried to, like, go in and, like, flatter them a little bit going in of, like, you are smart, you're super smart, you're, you're worthy, <laughs> you're awesome, but we could, we could be even better. Like, you know? How? Sean, don't <laughs> lie to me. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, you know what I li- always like? Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched anything like uh, on any producers or anything, but music producers are really interesting, right? Because they have to have like a big personality come in, like a, like a Tupac or a Kanye West or like a band like a Led Zeppelin or someone has to come in. And then they have to be like, you're cool, but I got to make your sound even better. You know what's going to make you even a little bit better is this. So it's really, we kind of did the same thing where we have to handle these personalities that's like, no, bro, I started my own tiling business years ago and I own the whole west side of town with the tiling. And you got to be like, yeah, man, I get that. You're I awesome. Kinda wanna, let's, I, I kind of want to. I'm kind of very curious about that because you said producer and my wife is like a fan of a producer called um, Drew Folk. And he is producing all the metal bands that we like. And every song that he produces is a banger, you know? Like, they're all hitting the same style. And they're not like small bands, you know? And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, they play a big role. But how do they deal with the bands and the personalities? That's like now where I'm like, yeah, what what is your sales pitch? Like, yeah, make your shit even better. You know, like, there Mm -hmm. needs to be, like, a approach. Because, like, if you're an artist or a professional, like, I, I know plenty of like videographers who are full of themselves you know and they're like oh my shit is the best and i work with x mm-hmm. y and z and you know i'm yeah. like and then they don't even have like 200 subs or whatever it's crazy but they they work with the big mm-hmm. clients and it's like but they're mm-hmm. so full of themselves and i'm just like we all pick yeah. our battles so that we win but i'm like mm-hmm. yes here's to you but that's not very relatable but how do you how do you transmit like to a person like that like what you could offer to them to improve them because in their eyes they're the shit yeah yeah it, it's it's tough right i think it's it's got to get to this collaborative space right um someone that i like a lot um and i do want to go i i want to go through his book i've been reading his book is is rick rubin the the producer who famously worked with johnny cash and you know nwa all these famous rappers he's like one of the most famous producers music producers of all time and it's interesting when you hear him talk because the way he talks is it's not it's not his, the way he says it's not my job to make the music and it's not even the artist's job to make the music it's it's our job to find it together and so for him he does these really weird exercises where he'll have people like do just weird spiritual exercises him and the bands that he works with to find what's right and it's really an interesting thing because it's not—it's almost not even music related at all. It's almost just thought and 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 really yeah. concepts and talking in these very conceptual things of of how do we get to this place together. And I think what I love about that is like it, when when our relationships go right, your best free freelance experiences—that's that's what's happening—is you're collaborating when you both are like. Let's find it together. I'm not coming in being like, we need to do this and this. And they're not coming in, we need to do this and this. It's when we're both like, you don't know the answer, I don't know the answer. Let's find it together. Like, what is the yeah. answer here? And I think that's the most beautiful kind of dance is when you're both working together. Yeah, but, but, but if you have like egos, you know, that are really, really strong and powerful and they may yeah. be being like net, not where they should be and you know it, how mm. do you make them... 
having less input and you having the most input, you know, what can be very beneficial, you know, like there's, especially like clients who are not very experienced and they just have a strong opinion. It's like me making the logo for the coffee mug with us under the thing, you know, not that experienced, but strong opinion, you know, and I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. obviously I was like, smart enough to go with your opinion, you know, because it's like, yeah, it's scalable, works when it's small, works when it's big, yada, 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 you know, and I believe in you. But it's like, if you ha I have a client who is just like, no, I, my, my thing needs to be at least 50%. But if you would mm -hmm. implement the 50%, it would not work and would hurt you. So how do you overcome that and overpower mm. that? Because like on the one side, as a professional, you maybe should, or you just don't work with those people. Yeah, it's a great question. It's it's such a great question. I'll I'll definitely be very honest and say I I don't do that all the time. I've had some client relationships recently. It's become very apparent that I haven't done that right. That I've allowed them to get to the sixty percent or the seventy percent, and I've I've given up space over time. Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, I, I would say the best way to to do that is. And not and to do this not in a hard way, but in a light way, set up guardrails to be like, yeah. hey, like there is things that you do better than I do, right? And just like and making sure to like highlight that, right? So if you have a client that does something and you're and you're trying to you're trying to get their voice that what's out there, definitely make sure to highlight that they, they have knowledge too, that they, they know stuff too. But yeah, you have to create these guardrails around what you're doing a little bit of like, see, I just told you you're the expert. Now you have to kind of also acknowledge I'm the expert, right? And you have to make sure that they're, and if they don't, and if you start to feel like they're not listening to that and they're not really, you really have to go somewhere else. And you have to kind of in, in maybe even communicate that to them as like, for my brand to succeed and for me to succeed, I need to actually have this much buy-in from you. And right now I feel this resistance from you. And can we talk about yeah. it? And I, I've, I've actually had that conversation and sometimes that actually ends up working out with like, you know what? You're hundred percent right. You've been giving me all these ideas and I've been shooting them all down and I really should be more open to it because you just remind them like, hey, you hired me to do something, right? Like you hired yeah. me because I know something. So, so there's a point where you do need to listen to me um, about what I know and I'll try to listen better about what you know because um, I think we make the same mistake too. I think a lot of creatives try to go into situations a little too gung-ho where they're like, well, I understand the, the barbershop industry or I understand the, the hardware industry or the br beer brewing industry and it's like, yeah, but not as good as them. Like they, 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 they sold the farm to do this. You, you didn't necessarily, yeah. you don't know everything they do either. So it's kind of making sure yeah. that that's apparent, I think. Yeah, like I learned about like a saying like, you know, uh, or I hear about it on a podcast and the philosophy is basically like we all have a perception of reality and reality is like actually not what we think it is. And it's so much more, you know, but we all have our own reality and we think things work because of our experience, you know, like if you have the experience, you did this and this and that and you will get this yeah. outcome. But you don't actually know why you got this outcome. You assume it's because of all the X, Y, and Zs, but there's a couple other things like making you successful, you know? Like it could be like, yeah. all, mm -hmm. could be colors, but you're focusing on fonts, you know? And you have just randomly yeah. like the right colors in the background, for example, and that makes you successful. But you don't really know what is actually the moving factor of success. So I'm trying nowadays to be like, I don't know anything, what works or doesn't work. But I acknowledge that I have that bias and I'm like, I embrace it, but I'm willing to adapt new things and test it, you know, 
Because like the mm-hmm. testing part is the one thing where I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. And I, I think it will not like shut me down if I try it. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's great. Uh, I think having kind of um, an experimental type of view on things is great. Um, you know, a caveat to that is, you know, new clients, like, so we we're just talking about prospects and stuff like that, cold calls, they may be very resistant to tests if they don't know you and experiments. So, so I would say, yeah. be, be a little careful of that for people that like first reach out. But what I'd say is that's, I love your approach, man, of like, let's let the data say stuff. I do, I do the same thing too, where I tell people of like, Hey, I'm okay. If the data proves me wrong, like I, that's yeah. a good thing. So, so if you have that attitude, people then kind of, it removes the ego. That's what's nice about it. If you can get to a scientific method, then people are like, okay, this isn't fits and, and his ego on how good he is as a creative. And he saw this one yeah. cool thing and now he wants to do it no matter what he wants to do this one cool trick. It's like, yeah. so if you get it out of that space and you actually have reasoning, that's where it's awesome. Cause in design, that's the biggest thing. Any like really well, like really well-versed designer will tell you is that, you know, the best designs have nothing that, that doesn't need to be there. Everything that's there ha- has a reason to be there. And so it's, so yeah. I think, yeah, I think, so yeah, experimenting is great. I think that's, I think your approach is great as long as you're careful yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, so for me, it's like, you know, there's also like, you need to have a playground where you experiment, you know? For me, it's like, oh, yeah, my personal stuff, experiments pure. I don't care. Problem is, though, clients will see me and expect that I will do that on them, you know? But what I will do on them is like, no, what I learned, I will do for you. Not what I'm experimenting, I will do for you. You know what I mean? It's like, I will not go in there and just post a random experiment on their platform and be like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work, but if I would yeah. do that, I would communicate at least and be like, hey, let, let us try this because it could work. Or would you like to have me experiment on myself? Because like, that's usually what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. on YouTube, posted a live stream, cut it into a bunch of reels. Workflow is now 10 times faster. I'm like, Oh, now I have audio issues. Now I know, like, I cannot do that with a client because, like, I maybe increase their um, output by 10 times. But if the audio is not dialed down, it will sound like garbage. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like, because what's, what's interesting about the whole thing is that, you know, you're like a technology company where you have an R&D department, right? A research and development department in your company. Yeah. And you should. You should always be developing new stuff, right? It's like, it's like when you're playing, like, Factorio or some game like that, you have something in the background that's being developed or researched and getting better. So it's like, yeah. so it's really like you have this kind of column over here of stuff you're developing. They're new things, new processes that you're always trying to develop. So, yeah, try it. And, and I'm exactly the same. Like, I just try it on my stuff. Try it on your internal stuff. A lot of ad agencies will do the same thing where they'll, they'll try a new tool on themselves first, get good at it. And then what you do is maybe if it's, if it's, if it's either something you're not confident with or it's going to cost a lot of money maybe is you, you maybe give it away for free on the first go or two just to get some stories and stuff. That's a good way to transition and it. And some then, feedback and... Yeah, and get your, your systems together, your own checklist, so you can definitively and very confidently talk about stuff rather than like, eh, I got to get back to you on that. You actually know like the steps, you know, and then, yeah, you move that into the column of like, now it's an offering, now it's a product. We've, we've done the research and development. I've ran it through a few times. I've refined the, the workflow. Now it's a product. And now we're launching a whole new product. Yeah. And I, I think like um, that is like one of the things like experimentation and trying new things out. But it all comes back to like the clients will look from the outside in and be like, do I want to be associated to that? And you need the portfolio and you need to look yeah. approachable and good, you know. So that's why we're doing that. 
<laughs> yeah, you got to look safe, right? And looking like slick in a black shirt looks very, it looks safe. It looks like this isn't some guy that just sleeps on his couch all day. Bitcoin logo on it. <laughs> hey, absolutely not a rock pole. <laughs> <laughs> a rug pull, I love that. But yeah, no, so I mean, like, you know, so yeah, exactly. So, so self branding, everything, it all comes down to like make them feel safe, make them feel like this guy's going to take good care of me. And even in yeah. that first interaction when you're reaching out to prospects, how I guess that's the challenge. How can you give someone a very comfortable, warm blanket around them from the very beginning? How can you, how can yeah. you do that? Yeah. Well, that comes all back to like trial and error and experimenting. And that is like the thing. Oh, maybe before before we end this podcast, Sean, how do you get hyped up for making that phone call? How you get to that meeting or meet up um, before you walk in? How you get hyped up? What is your wooza? You know, um, Sometimes I'm not hyped up. Sometimes I'm very nervous walking into things. Um, so it's just I the would... pain is motivating you, and you're just like, got to do it, or I'm like getting screwed. I mean, one strategy I've really tried to do recently is just um, the positive reinforcement at the very end of just saying, like, you're a great web designer. You have lots of clients. You have lots of friends. Like, Fitz is your friend. You know, you have... You do things, you have a podcast, and just that kind of remind yourself of all the things because I, I think I, I tend to, and I think people with social anxiety and stuff tend to focus on the things wrong with them and start to try to predict the future of how this event's going to go bad and stuff. And instead, it's like sure. shoving stuff in my mind of like, you're a web designer. Look, you're doing the life that you wanted. You're zooming off to this networking thing after doing design work all day. Look how much of a badass you are and yeah. things like that. And music. Music helps. Like, to hype yourself up with music in the car ride. I definitely tell people, have your cool oh, yeah, that's what. like, put the sunglasses uh, on. Feel cool, man. Feel cool going in there. <laughs> you know? Sitting there with a cigar in his mouth, sunglasses, sitting, uh, I don't yeah. need this cold call, but I'm going to take it anyways. Hey, it's Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Sitting there. How about you? What, yeah. Do you have any advice? Uh, you're good yeah. at digital events. What, what hypes you up? Uh, that, well, that is the weird thing, you know? Like, I'm getting excited if it's a fun thing, you know? And it all comes mm -hmm. out of the mindset where you're currently in. And I'm, like, realizing I associated pain to the thing, and I should have not done that. I don't know why I did it, you know? I should have been excited, you know? Like, um, back in the day when I was a server, it's like, okay, you go to work. You make some money. You have to talk to a bunch of strangers. You don't really want to do it, you know. It's like, what if they roast me? What if they are, like, asking questions where I don't have answers for? Basically, you know, stuff like that. And the, the possibilities are endless. But you also can go in there. I'm going to work and I maybe make $300, you know. If I'm good and I, I get, like, all the big tables, I maybe make $500, you know. And that's, like, yeah. that's the mindset that you could have if you're, like, focused on the right thing. And I'm just, like... Yeah, the cold call. Why? Why am I like upset about like making the call and it could go awkward? I mean, I should not care. I should focus on the upsides versus the downsides, you know, and don't make yeah. it painful in my head. And I'm like, I somehow slipped into it, not realizing it. And obviously, we all are humans and not machines. So the yeah. one week we have this mindset, the other week we have that mindset, and we did not even realize we changed mindsets without knowing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's. Yeah, because like yeah. after thinking about it, no, I'm stoked. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it's like balancing. It's like balancing like the the fear of the unknown with the the excitement of the unknown too, right? It's like yeah, because you yeah. could you could. There's this old timey statement of like dress like you're gonna meet your wife tonight or something like that. I forgot what it is. I just butchered it, but it's like dress like you're gonna meet your wife. Like tonight's the night. Like because you don't know, you could walk into this thing, and so like you know, dress like you because like you could go to this event and you could literally find a client that's gonna change your life forever. You could you could walk in and and in five months because that one walk in thing, you're now fucking like swimming in money and you have a brand new car and you're about to buy a new house like things can change that rapidly just by meeting the right person at the right yeah. time and getting tied up in someone else's world so so it's like yeah if you're gonna be like i'm gonna go in there i'm gonna pour my drink all down my front everyone's gonna laugh at me everyone's gonna be like sean doesn't belong here because he's an imposter then you also need to over here be like but i could also walk in and everyone's like give me your card give me your card i'm gonna give you business tomorrow yeah. i like your style kid and stuff like that and so it's like, yeah, if you're going to be, because us as creatives are really good at coming up with creative fictional stories, right? So that's when it can get out of hand is before an event because we're using our creativity against ourselves. It's like cutting, but with creativity, <laughs> right? we're just, we're just like, yeah, but let's create new fictional ways of how this is going to be terrible. And it's like, no, like if you're going to do yeah. that, then balance it because it could be amazing too. I mean, it could be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, you're completely right with that. And it's just like, as a human being, we're like, we're meant to be in nature and we have to think about like thinking negatively to survive, you know, like what if there's a tiger? There could be a tiger there, you know, that yeah. could eat us, you know, and that is actually the only bad thing that really could happen. Nowadays, you maybe get like um, into a lawsuit, you maybe go into jail, but you're not getting eaten, you know, very unlikely. Yeah, yeah so it's like oh, yeah. all your fears, you know, are like, irrelevant as long as you do like things by the book you should be 100 percent fine you know mm -hmm. unless you have very very bad luck and you're at the wrong time at the wrong place but that's mm -hmm. so rare you know nowadays yeah and 100 percent. and it's just you know it's just remove the ego it comes back to that if, if you don't care about your ego being bruised then you've there's nothing that can harm you in these types of situations so you you know, because, yeah, you're right. There's there's no tiger that's going to jump on you at the bar. There's, you know, yeah, things can happen in the world, obviously. You could have the car wreck or something or something bad happened. But, you know, yeah. it, going to these things, there's it's very low risk. And, and I always tell myself this. It's funny. It took so long as an adult. I think it was like in my mid-20s to finally realize the whole idea of you can leave if you just go. Like if you hate it in 30 minutes to an hour, just leave. You don't. Like, what's this whole, like, you're going to be there all night or something? Just go. You I'm just imagining on a cold call. He's asking a question. I don't like this answer. <laughs> yeah. And as an Irishman, let me tell you, the For Irish really? exit's the best. The Irish exit's the best. I do it at parties, too. I'll do the Irish exit where I'm just like, peace. I ain't going to go say bye to everybody. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, so, so I like, you know, so I would say that to everyone, too, is like, you know, and even, yeah, even with the cold call thing, you know, what's the worst can happen? They could just say I'm not interested. Right. I mean, it's not it's yeah. not like, you know, you're knocking on doors, every single door in a neighborhood or something. And someone's going to come out with a shotgun. It's like, no, you're just calling like what? what the word, there's nothing bad that'll happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, yeah, besides that, I think this was a really good podcast, and I'm very excited, like, for everybody listening, rate this podcast five stars or whatever you think it should be, because, like, we're, we're, we're a little bit, like, you know, just ourselves, but as a creative, five stars, and as everybody else, less. Yeah, yeah. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTubes. Um, go to our website. Um, send us messages. We love you guys.